You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome to the Weekly Review, a radio show unlike no other, where two grown men must fight for survival in a digital jungle of information, where keeping track of trends may be the only way to find the path to enlightenment. On this weekly quest, they are led by the sorceress of Salseo, the wise lady of the West, the siren that lures sailors into the oceans of theoretical conundrums, Marbay Verdu. Today, we talk bad wigs and the rise of lousy rap. Ana de Armas' latest film may be the worst movie of the year, but can her talent turn a dud into a diamond? We shall see. Our album of the week is Everything But The Girl's Fuse, and the main topic is everything including a girl who, according to Mar, saved music because music was dead until the arrival of BB Tricks. This is the weekly review ah yes we are riding an elevator listening to this wonderful background music uh no it is not the greatest hits from the rock uh, rba offices elevator music this is the latest a cut from mike demarco's latest album his second album of 2023 after releasing the instrumental five easy hot dogs last january last week he surprise released a follow-up a compilation actually titled one wayne g made up of listen to this 199 tracks, nine hours of mainly mm. instrumentals, a lot of them noodle core jams, some with some vocal melodies, playful and as worthy as those lo-fi hip-hop beat streams you can tune into on YouTube. Is this the most self-indulgent album ever released? Hell no. Ben Cardew has some history for us. I mean, it's pretty damn indulgent, isn't it? I mean, it's got to be It's got to be right up there. Um, before, before I give you some history, can I ask how much of it did you listen to? Three-fourths of... Four tracks so far because I haven't had the moment to study. <laughs> Are you going to listen to Mark? Did you listen to? No, I, I listened to zero of them. But <laughs> I, 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 Are I you only, dissing him? Is this personal? I only knew he he released this album like and and the the main title thing was that it was nine eight whatever long it is, um hours long. So so I was like I'm I'm not clicking on that. But now that I know it's instrumental, I might listen to that while I'm working. Doesn't he sing on song? He sings on some of them. Right? Then that, I'm skipping that. Yeah, but a lot of the <laughs> singing is like, it's just him like... Da, da, ba, 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 I love that then. Yeah. Yeah, 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 if yeah, you're yeah. going to do a nine hour long album, it better be instrumental. Like I don't want to hear you speaking or singing for nine hours. So my my wife and daughter, like, um, they like to listen to those. You know, on YouTube, you get like lo-fi hip hop yeah. to study to. They, yes. And I object... That's... Really? Amazing. I love and it. And in another episode, not today, I'm going to talk about that because it's a whole universe. There's like a lore um, surrounding the lo-fi study. Um, there's a girl that's like writing the, the, the 24, 24-7 like studying and it's like a gif on repeat. But if you look closely, there's a story happening. Really? Yeah. Because there's a cat. There's a yeah. girl. It looks like a, a yeah. Studio Ghibli kind yeah. of yeah. Uh, yeah. animation character. The girl is like sat in her room, and you don't get the sense that it's a loop unless you're like fixed watching it for a long yeah. time. But it's I didn't. Not, it's not. But I I will explain another week. Oh my so god! Please, Ben, enlighten us. I can't stand it. I really, really can't stand it. It's just so anodyne, so dull. It's just like just don't listen to anything. Then, like, why would you bother to even 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 listen to? It? I can't 
stand it. And that's what um, I'm afraid this Mac DeMarco album reminded me of mm-hmm. quite a bit. You know, that kind of like, do, 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 and it literally like, I mean, oh, all right, everyone, you know, listen to what you want, do what you want. I don't really, I don't really care. But it's just like, it, it's like the most degraded kind of form of music possible. You know what I mean? It's like designed to provoke no emotional response because you don't want an emotional response because you're studying. Well, just like, just study. Like if I'm if I'm doing something, I don't listen to any music. You know, if I do something, I need to No, concert. but remember how they used to like, well, there was a study that said that listening to, I think it was Mozart and that kind of classical music uh, enhanced your concentration abilities. Maybe not every type of concentration. Some people have AD&D like myself and stuff, but a lot of people... They did this study, this was years ago, I remember seeing it on the news. They, they put so many students in a room and their performance as, uh, for, while they studied uh, improved when there was this background uh, classical music, apparently. Yeah, that's Mozart. Yeah. Like, I don't think the people making instrumental hip-hop vibes are, are like new Mozarts, to be honest. But Mozart maybe there's... was quite good. Yeah, but the the thing about hip hop beats is there's <laughs> That's a, a cool music <laughs> <laughs> But there's a repetitive quality that maybe that kind of monotony that you know it, it kind of helps you uh, just focus in some way. I don't know. There, I'm sure there's when psychologists I, who can. When tell I us. was younger, mm-hmm. right, I used to think that um, I always used to listen to music while I went to sleep because I used to think yeah. it helped me. Yeah. Uh, and then one day I was like, why didn't I ever get to sleep? Why does it take me so long to get to sleep? And I was like, oh, maybe it's because I'm listening to music. I stopped listening to music to go to sleep and started falling asleep really quickly. Uh. So I think it's all I think it's all just absolute nonsense, quite frankly. Um, and I am not going to listen to 199 tracks. It's kind of like this this fallacy of like, oh, it's got to be more, like it's more, so it's it's got to be better, basically. It's just like, no, no. sometimes it's no. like... I don't think not ev- more is anybody never thinks that, but... The the thing is, if you listen to it while working or doing stuff and you end up somehow listening to the whole thing, then it's going to be on your Spotify route. And maybe you don't want to be represented by that. So <laughs> it's not even good for that. But yeah, I'm going to listen to it on, on private session so it doesn't count. It's certainly generous of, uh, of Mac DeMarco. I mean... Well, is it? Well, I, it's like, look, why not? No, And it's a compilation. Uh, five easy hot dogs already was a instrumental that's quite anodyne and it's like look just music to put on in the car when you can't especially if you're having an argument with four other people in the three other people in the car and it's like what should we listen to one wants to listen to the trap other one wants to listen to heavy metal it's like you know what end of discussion we're just going to play Magna Marco and it's like okay no one argues because it's anodyne because you've all slumped into a coma exactly but I think it, there is a social use for these kind of chill out background musics. I mean, it's just like I've always been a fan of uh, easy listening, uh, that kind of anodyne trip hop that was, you know, elevator music. I think there's there's a moment, there are many moments in life where that music has a function. Maybe not you personally on, on your quest, but just to just generate a mood in a space, in a restaurant or in a in a in a in a a study hall but here's why i don't think it's generous okay because most for most people music is basically free i'm not saying it should be i'm saying it, it is you know because you pay your 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 10 euros a month or whatever and you get all this kind of music so like if you release something that's 199 tracks long it's not like 
oh, wow, I've got more music for your money. It's like, well, I've got exactly the same amount of music for my money because I could have just listened to 199 other tracks. It's like you're you're giving me all this. And it's kind of almost like his fans will feel some kind of obligation <laughs> to listen to it. It's like, like Wiley, who was a producer I liked a lot before he went a bit off the rails, um, one day he released like 11, he just got bored and released 11 zip files of music because he was fed up with other kind of things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the most amazing thing ever. You know, like 200 tracks or something. And I've listened to it all once. And after a while, it becomes, oh, my God, I'm really, you know. Yeah. And, but and there's something you like, get one song from somebody like this. Absolutely amazing. I really, really kind of object to people packing out their albums and doing. Whereas I love artists who are stingy with their output. And they only put on, put, you know, that th- th- leave you always wanting more. We were talking about Frank Ocean, you know, how we're all, why are we all hanging on to his every word? Because we're so desperate for another a follow up to Blonde. And, you know, and, and he's so... Uh, ungenerous in that sense, and and he'll and he'll and, and we've talked about him and his live appearances last week in depth. I don't think there's much more we can say. So there's that there's that on the other extreme. But lo and behold, there have been other cases where artists have been a little bit uh, overindulgent. Uh, ben, remember what was uh, Lou Reed's Metal Machine music? What was that all about? It was basically an album of feedback, um, of which the second half may well have just been the first half backwards. That's the rumor. I don't think actually released in by Lou Reed in the 1970s when he was like a really big star. And yeah. it's, it's just, you know, people have been, you will find lots of people being like, oh no, it's actually really good if you listen to it. And it's like, it's just really, really nice. The thing is like Lou Reed was in the between, like he came from the art school world, you know, and, and you, so it's when, when you're not just a, a rock star or a pop musician, you're actually an artist and uh, you treat an album as another artifact to turn into either performance art or this product that can sit alongside a Lichtenstein work of art or whatever, I think the the dialogue has to change. I don't think metal machine music should be valued as a pop record or or you know in in you know a product from a record store. I think it it belongs in a museum, and you could and a curator could do really interesting things by uh, um, playing it back in a space with mm, metals or or some aluminum walls i don't know there's that's the fun part of art you know when you can turn it into something more and play with space and time do you remember as well like a few years ago there was uh the tiktok challenge of listening to the caretaker do you remember that no, he, no. the caretaker was just like english um, electronic musician he released um yeah. an album uh, called Everywhere at the End of Time, yeah. which was, I think, about seven hours long, uh, 390 minutes, 31 seconds, um, which was basically uh, something to do with dementia, I think it was. Like, it was meant to, you know, uh, what was it? Yeah. It, it was sort of meant to, in a way, like, explore the stages of dementia, which is quite sort of quite sort of serious. And that's quite interesting because it's making something that's, like, really you know, long, uh, but for a reason. There's a reason it's that long and there's a reason it's kind of that unpleasant. But like metal machine music, don't know. Is there much use, much point? Well, it's interesting because I was I was watching this YouTube documentary. Well, it's a documentary that's on YouTube about Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune. You know, he, he, he was going to make this epic nine-hour movie uh, which uh, which which proved to be very influential, even though it never got made. Uh, uh, the French um, um, illustrative artist Moebius uh, entirely storyboarded Alejandro Jodorowsky's vision for for Dune, 
uh, which was later, mm, which later influenced so many science fiction movies, including Star Wars, including even David Lynch's version of Dune, which was the first one that got successfully taken to, well, got taken to the screen, but got panned by critics, uh, etc. But, you know, Khodorovsky is talking about like, no, you know, I wanted to make this nine hour mm, amazing uh, work of art, but the studios were like, look, we can't expect audiences to sit through nine hours of a movie in a cinema. Right. And this is something that I'm struggling with nowadays. It's like everything has to be so packaged. And even I hate things that are too long because I there, there's we have so much access and infinite access to so many incredible albums and movies and books. And it's like I need to dosify my time. It's not just like, oh, this is a capitalist response to great art. You know, it has to be something easily consumed. But it's like it's not just about easy consumption. It's also about like our own habits. We can't be tuned into something for so long or maybe we can but you got to make like a, a plan for it it's like in three months i'm going to sit through nine hours of some guy's vision for a movie or mac demarco's nine hours of of a record i mean there are plane rides i guess that are, that take nine hours like the one we're going to embark on soon nice nice yeah. nice so yeah. do you promise to listen to mac demarco's opus for that entire time benga i'm gonna do it <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let's bet I'm gonna. Li- thing is, it's not nine. It's a. It's an eight-hour flight to New York, isn't it? It. It's almost. I think nine. I think yeah. it's eight fifty-five or something like that. Okay, but I want to ask them. I, no. know, I love it. I love shit. No, no, no. I don't. No, 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 I'm no. I'm gonna be watching Friends reruns. That's you, the thing. No, you, no, no, you can I love stick on, on Mac DeMarco's uh, nine hours. Of- it's because on board you always get this content. Well, now you can get every content everywhere, but there's always some TV series or some kind of cooking show documentary on 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 board uh, entertainment that that I like watching. I don't know if I want to commit to Mac DeMarco's nine hours. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, what other what other you've you've got down Oasis Be Here Now as an indulgent album. Yeah, Why? it's because it's long. It's every single song is too yeah, long. How every, long is it? One hour and a half or something what? like that, yeah. But it's like it That's shouldn't not be long. No. Compared right. okay, by today's standards it is. It's it it seems long because it's a very middle of the road album and and even Noel Gallagher has like, uh, what do you call it when you when you has send your child away from the family? You've been banished, mm-hmm. yeah, for bringing shame upon the house. Yeah, but that that's indulgent. Like indulgent doesn't necessarily mean long. It's just like something that definitely could have been shorter. Could have been could have been better. That's why I've got User Illusion One and Two there. You know that didn't need to release all of that. I I no, you're wrong. That I <laughs> I loved User Illusion One as much as Two, and it never felt like. I don't know, I was what, 12, 11 when Use Your Illusion came out and I listened to those two cassettes on repeat uh, forever. Uh, I don't know if I'd be able to sit through them now. I have to give it a chance. But, you know, that was the time when, you know, releasing a double album was like, oh, I'm such a powerful band. Uh, You know, it was like their peak imperial phase, Guns N' Roses. It's like, we're so big, we're touring the world and we have this double album that was just in the charts forever because every time they released the song, it would be in the top 10 for weeks. Uh, obviously, November Rain being one of those. It was just on heavy rotation on MTV for a, for a year or more. Incredible how many times I saw that video. Do you know uh, what the longest album of all time is? Which that? one? Uh, it's by a band called Bull of Heaven. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't I can't actually tell you the name because it's Never like heard of them. 310, Pi, Zeta, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, what are you doing for the next... 3.343 quindecillion years. Jesus. 
How do you make that? I don't know. I don't understand no, it. No, I don't quite understand it, but apparently they've made an album that lasts 3.43 uh, quindecillion years. What? Wait, are we talking like five times a, a million? No, what quindecillion? What's a quindecillion? <laughs> How much is this? What's a quindecillion? It's a good question. Like there's a million, there's a billion, there's a trillion. Quinn, I, I think Quinn is five, no? Like the Quinn, the, 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 the times, what? Uh, How can it? What is it? Just endless? No, no, Almost. it lasts well, three point. Okay, it's finite, but but. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I I got a bit confused. So I was like, well, how how can this actually? Where happen? can you play this? Where can you hit like reproduce and it will start? Um, well, apparently there's the I, I've seen a, a it's, it's all a bit it's all a bit. Strange. I'm, I'm going to say I don't know. I saw something on YouTube. Obviously, you can't put up a YouTube track that lasts three point four three quindecillion years. Um, so I'm a, I'm a bit I'm a bit sort of um. Uh, confused by the whole thing, to be honest with you. Like, there's a link that goes to Facebook, but that's not there. But apparently, it does it does that last that that long? Banger. Mm, I have so many questions. I will just pass. But that you know, then then that that's a great artistic statement. You know, it lasts longer <laughs> than a human's lifetime. Uh, apparently, uh, well, yeah, significantly uh, yeah, longer. Significantly, significantly longer. <laughs> yeah. It'll be there forever. And isn't that what artists always dream of? Like leaving something behind that. That, that that is immortal, you know, and that how what was that famous phrase from uh, what we do in this life echoes into eternity? No, was that Gladiator? Sorry. Uh. <laughs> Now there's an indulgence. Song. But they're, they're, they've also got the the second longest album, which lasts a mere six and a half months. Oh, okay. six and a half months. That's, that seems like that's something I can do compared <laughs> to yeah. Are you listening to that? Yeah. <laughs> After the Magda Marco thing, yeah, yeah, the so six months is, is doable. <laughs> it's like the, you, you, you're not even allowed to stay in a country without a visa for more than three months. You know, it's like. <sighs> Do you reckon you'd get away with that if you like overstay your visa? Be like, I'm just listening to. But I haven't finished the album. I'm doing an art project. Greatest, uh, greatest hit. Yeah. Thing is, nowhere seems to have a sort of um, a. Uh, a an answer to how exactly you can play it or listen to it. I'm that's that's I'm, even more interesting because then <laughs> someone's going to be interested enough to like research how do I listen to this? And they made it up and we all like thought it was like something that existed and it doesn't even exist because nobody wants to listen to it. Yeah. Nobody knows. It's like creating something that, that that's... Okay, I've got, I've, got, <laughs> I've got slightly more details from Discogs, um, uh, which it was released in 30, 13th of July 2014. Um, so the, the, the length is three, well, a lot of zeros, a lot of yeah. zeros more. Uh, and apparently like, uh, you can't even unpack all the, the, the archives. It's too big. So, so did they just, <laughs> did, did they create like a kind of a software or a program that just keeps making the music without them physically? Because they, obviously they can't physically record something that lasts quin, quin million years. <laughs> Quintillion years or quintillion quintillion years. Quintillion years. Uh, so uh, we're talking about something that's just generating itself constantly. From, from so it says every file is a twenty-nine hour loop. So I think it's like lots of different. Like there's this theoretically very large amount of files that each last twenty-nine hours, and they've got enough of these theoretically to. So there's there's like there's like, I mean I don't even know what what number this is, but there's like. Uh, an incredibly large amount of files that would occupy uh, 4.405 
quindecillion gigabytes on your computer if you if you happen to have if you happen to have one of them. Um, yeah, and uh, I I still don't really know. I did I did sort of look this up, but it's like I I don't understand. I genuinely it don't would, understand what's going on. It would be nice if they could just project it into space so that it it you know it could end up finding life on another planet if you just sort of create a stream of this music yeah, being but transmitted. Yeah, would they be there? Be like. Who are these losers? Why are they listening to this? But but, I don't know, but if it's all... Uh, what uh, And what style is it? Is it bleeps and beats and... Uh, hang on, let me see. Let me see if we can, if we can uh, get a bit of this. Uh, Here we go. Can you hear this? Let's see. Oh, that's so melodic. Catchy. Are you getting that? Oh, yeah, I got the hook there. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I can see... Uh, I wish it left Charlie X longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the 11-hour... You get 11-hour version on, on YouTube, if you like. Oh, someone on YouTube has come up with a fun fact, which I'm, I've, I'm not going to, obviously, fact-check this. If you listen to this while travelling across the entire observable universe at an average speed of one plank per second... Don't know what one plank. <laughs> You'd have to play it five hundred sixteen thousand times. Jesus. I mean, this is a mathematician's dream of an album, I guess. Uh, you can, you know, there's so much to get around. There's been others. There have been other artists who have attempted the endless stream of an album. I mean, Sigur Ross have the Root One twenty four hour version from two thousand sixteen. But that's twenty four hours. I can get around. <laughs> You know. Oh, you really now, are getting yourself into this. Now you've got to listen to Magnum. Now Mark. everything seems so short. Like I know, exactly. Hours, I can do that. I can do 24 hours. I mean, especially if you go on some kind of hiking trip like that. You know, you can contextualize an album like that. Sigur Ross, known for their volcanic-inspired music or whatever. You know, if you go around trekking around Iceland and it's like, I'm going to be, you know, 24 hours camping out and everything, and you just put them on. I mean, I don't even, even my AirPods don't last longer than three hours. You know, I'd have to be like charging and stuff. Well, okay, just use the white cable the, uh, uh, earphones that are back, apparently. It's a fashion thing, isn't it? Yeah, this, Bella yeah. Hadid says so. Uh, what? Bella Hadid. Bella Hadid says, yeah, did, yeah and, and Fred again. He's always got his white uh, cable uh, yeah. earphones on when he's doing that wonderful. Do you see that wonderful? Wow, the, now that's the way to close Coachella. Fred again, Fortet and Skrillex. I, I don't know if you're into that kind of disco, Ben, but that was that was an exciting... I think they should have got Bull of Heaven along to perform their, their, their magnificent opus. With. If you want, because you, you never want the festival to end. But like, it's never going to end. Bull yeah, of Heaven yeah. Here. Imagine they've got like a uh, Flaming Lips. They did the twenty-four hour song Skull. What was that from two thousand eleven? Was that the one? No, they did the thing where you had to buy four different CDs and play them at the same time on different uh, machines, so that that was Zyrika. Yeah, no, this is like I think they basically got a a. Um, uh, USB and stuck it in a skull, a jelly skull. So yeah. Sort of break the jelly skull. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Artists. And there's like one track called Seven Skies H3 that lasts 24 hours. Hey. That... Oh, hang on. Hang on. No, it's not a jelly skull. It's a real, encased in a real human skull. Oh. Nice. Oh. No. Yeah. yeah. Whose skull? Who <laughs> <laughs> well, agreed to that? And how did they. What happened? <laughs> Justin there... Bieber, Miley Cyrus there. <laughs> but was it just the one, or was did they make like a limited run of these? They made skulls. 13. 13. They didn't make them. I mean, well, God made them. They, exactly, but they 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 um, remodeled them to have a USB adapter. Okay. No, I think the USB was just stuck in them. You had to take the USB out and put it in your computer. But if you've got one, it's worth about 4000 euros. 
So yeah. okay, yeah, it's a work of art. It's you know, it's no longer a record uh, in a CD store. It's a it's a work of art. Max Richter, he did that Sleep album in 2015, which was eight hours, eight hours and 24 minutes and 21 seconds long. I mean, that's a good hour. That's a good amount of hours sleep, and it yeah. was a record conceptually made for you to listen to while you slept. He even did the performance. He did. He brought it to Madrid. Where he performed, uh, and and he and the audience were given um, bean bags or like a cush, um, pillows and a little mat to sleep on. So it was, and everyone went with their pajamas and stuff. And you were meant to sleep while he performed. You know, like, yeah. That I thought that was that was cool. I would have liked to have seen that or gone to that. Uh, I did see Yonzi from Sigaross with the Liminal Project at Primavera Sound a few years ago. Or whatever it was, yeah, I didn't see that. It was no, it was it. It was a bath of a drone bath or no swathe bath. I don't know. It was just swathes of like reverb and drone and stuff. It was it was nice. It was a good experience. I laid down. I, I relaxed. I I I, co- I got into the vibe. Autiker, they did an, a session for NTS, which was eight hours exactly. Uh, which they then released, yeah. Uh, and they also released a load of live albums that was just under eight albums. And this this kind of pains me because I quite like to be up with what Autiker are doing. Yeah. But it's just like, no, I haven't listened to it. I think if you listen to Autiker for eight hours, you would go. You would mm. go mad. Although, who wants to try it on the plane? Autiker for eight mm-hmm. hours? I'm not. I'm no, going to watch no, Friends. No, I'm gonna, I, I need to watch. I need to watch. You, you need to listen to uh, our mate Mac DeMarco. You've already said you're going. Yes, exactly. He's he's on the on the on the playlist. He goes first. Uh, and I thought, you know, there's me thinking Magnetic Fields and 69 Love Songs was overindulgent, but you know, it is a kind of a cult treasure, and and a lot of them are really good songs. Maybe not all 69, but if you do like Stephen Merritt and his kind of vibe, it is an album worth owning I'd say all the same I'm going to say make short songs short I, songs I, t- I tell you who's made some really short songs really short EP mm. Baby Trix <laughs> BB Trix no it's 10 minutes long Mar this is your section who is BB Trix bring us the lowdown if you don't know who Baby Trix is by now if you don't haven't heard this song like ever that's so embarrassing for you. <laughs> for you, I know, I know, I know. And also, I've worked out why half the people in the Twitter feed are saying what they're saying. There no, was... but then that's my section. Oh, <laughs> right, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, but uh, since it's my section, I will make sure you're not embarrassed publicly. So after you listen to this, you will know because I put like a baby tricks for dummies yes. and for people who don't... Keep up with internet. Yes, or have a life, so don't have time to... <laughs> People to who have kids yeah. that need picking up and constant. And since I don't have a life, I can just go step by step on everything you missed because you missed, like, everything. <laughs> it's it, it, Your life up until now didn't have a purpose, and now it does, and I'm going to tell you what is the purpose. And the mm-hmm. purpose is Baby Tricks. Um, who is the person that brought music back to life, according to me <laughs> and only me? And that's it. And if you stay tuned till the end, I may or may not have an exclusive for the first time in the weekly review oh history. Oh my God, a more exclusive. Yeah. Nice. So stay tuned. Um, and that's a 100% clickbait or not. You will have to, to wait and find out. So who is Baby Tricks? What happened? What what does it even mean? Um Sit down, relax, take a cup of tea, and let's go and rewind back to February, February, I hate this word. February. 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 10th. Um, This is the first time 
a person on the internet that we don't know who she is. We only know her TikTok account. Um, that she posted a, a, a TikTok, a video um, of her lip syncing to a snippet of a, an unknown, unnamed um, song mm-hmm. by her. We can guess because she um, it's it's a song that is not anywhere else other than her own TikTok. Um, that goes. Mi novio tiene clips, no los que tienes en el pelo. Mi novio se cree que es rapero, lo que es es un mamá huevo. Mi, mo- mi novio cree que es mi novio, pero no es mi novio entero, porque tengo otro novio que era mi novio primero. Mis novios no saben que tengo otro novio que es rapero, pero, pero rapero de verdad, ese sí que hace dinero. And that song, this, these lyrics, this, the way she raps it, like, it's kind of not mumble rap, but it's like almost spoken word poetry. Yes. And, and she has this energy, you want to be her. This is the first time we see that. But not many people do. This doesn't go really viral. It just stays on her account. She's not known. Nobody knows who she is, whatever. Um, but then eight days later on the 18th, she posts a second one with the same sound with a friend of with a friend of hers and doing the same thing, lip syncing to this snippet that uh-huh. we don't know anything of. And this one goes viral. Goes viral on the hot girl TikTok side of TikTok because then everyone who is hot like attractive I feel like yes. um, are doing like lip syncing the same song and I the, it's impossible like the, the moment you listen to this song for the first time something clicks in your brain like how how could it not go viral even though we knew nothing about her we knew nothing about the song we didn't know if it was a snippet of something that already existed or not um, but just the energy that it transudes, like that it has, yeah. it's catchy and it's very like cunty. Like yes, I want to hear more. It's like almost Azealia Banks, but in an I don't know how to explain it. You want to be her, just so you get an idea. The moment I saw that video, like it popped up in my for you page on on February, um, I closed the app. Like I saw the video. I saw her and her friend lip syncing to, to Mi Novio No Es Mi Novio, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, I closed the app. I went on Vinted and I looked for the same exact jacket she sh- she's wearing on that 10th or 22nd video because I wanted to be her. Like, I couldn't stand a second more of my life not being, like, not having this energy, which I will never have, but I wanted to leave the illusion that I could have her energy. She's magnetic, like... If you were there, you were there, and if you weren't, you are now. You will uh-huh. be now. Um, so at the moment, there, there's no sign of this song being anywhere. All the comment section on those two videos were like, "Release the full song, release the full song. We need the song somewhere and release it, release it, release it." And um, if you clicked on the sound on TikTok, um, you could only see um, it being called Baby Tricks. So people were like, okay, the song is called Baby Tricks. So every day <laughs> since February 18th, I, when I woke up, the first thing I did was go on Spotify and look for Baby Tricks until so- wishing that something would come up, but it didn't. Then um, on for the next few weeks, on the 23rd, March 8th and March 13th, she posted more of herself um, lip syncing to this 20 seconds of this song that we had never heard, but we knew we loved this 20 seconds with her and her friends, all of them looking like brats, all of them looking amazing. You wanted to be them. You could never be them. You wanted to be part of the gang, but you knew you wouldn't be able to. Like all of them are perfect. All of them have an 
an amazing like I want to be you energy um they're very charismatic like and and that's it and all the hot people that were on TikTok were also obsessed with them so something was cooking but still um nothing nothing huge it's uh-huh. like like a very niche part of the internet then on april 15th yeah on april 15th for the first time ever no that's a lie before april 15th on march 16th and on march um 28th she posted a snippet of a new song like before releasing any song she already has a new one but also like 20 seconds so everyone's still hooked um but but we don't have anything to listen to so we're like very hungry for something yeah. else like uh, we don't want more snippets we want a full version of something but she has everyone like on their toes like waiting for her which is like an amazing thing to have as an artist and not even as an artist because you haven't put anything yet so it's like the the top of the top of the top of that you can like having that kind of engagement without being anybody nobody even knew who Mm. she really was we knew she was uh, um, she was called Belize 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 um her real name is Belize yeah Belize Uh um and that's it and we kind of guessed that the first song that went viral was called Baby Tricks. And then um, she posted the second one that said, Lo siento, mamá, um, blah, 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 but only 10 seconds. And everyone was like, really something, please. <laughs> then on April 15th, finally, we woke up to the news that she had finally posted something like a full version on Spotify and also a music video on YouTube. Mm. And so everyone was happy. It was neither one or the other. Like the music video was... Um, of a song she she called Mission Suicida and that um samples the Law and Order um soundtrack. Yes, yes, this one. Um and and so she's iconic, she remains iconic, she can do no wrong. Like who else samples the Law and Order soundtrack <laughs> for her first single? And also she released on Spotify without a music video um, the song that said "Mi novio rapero, pero no es mi novio entero." <laughs> that we found out um, is called uh, is actually called Bambi, and that Baby Tricks is her artistic name and not Belize. And that's why one of the lyrics on Bambi that we know now mm-hmm. um, is called um, "Well, she raps over and over, no es Belize, es Baby Tricks," because everyone thought Baby Tricks was the name of the song, and not no, nobody guessed it was the artistic name. And if you go to Spotify and and listen to these two tracks, well, when it was released, you see that it's distributed by Virgin Music and Universal, which is mind blowing mm. because it means she already like has like a, a music major deal, label, um, and without like f- with the first song, like she only had a two te- two ten second. Um, snippets snippets. On, on TikTok. And but how she, many followers on that TikTok account on, um, with those snippets? Sorry before for it, it before it was famous. Now um, I don't know. I don't have any screen grabs of before she popped uh-huh. off. Like okay, but the but, but the first the first snippet that she the first viral video now has more than a million views. But now she's everywhere. So it's I don't know how many of them are from like actually like now now or from February. And this has got people. I, I find really annoying. People are getting suspicious, aren't they? Yeah, which people I find are saying so she's a a, a bit, uh, industry plant. Which I don't know. Um, oh. I'll take it either way. But because the results seem before authentic. we 
Mm-hmm. I have like a section on 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 her past, and I we can talk it later. But people when with Mission Suicida got like super hooked, <laughs> and even and like the level of so you understand how many people were talking about her. So if you were on on TikTok on Hot Girl TikTok, yeah. now it's <laughs> for everyone. Now it's like basically mainstream to the level that um American Twitter. Is on it like they're they were like saying oh oh Spanish um I spies and um, she's so bad like they didn't like her at all like they were like saying unrelease this 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 is horrible blah 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 unrelease and I, this <laughs> yeah. and I I understand like it she has something that it's very cultural I feel like that at first if you're not Spanish you don't get it and and especially if you're American. I feel like Americans need more time to understand yeah. some kind of, of music. And and I understand how they don't like this this type of music because it's very specific. But I feel like here, even though it's a kind of music that would be very easily criticized, like, oh, she she's not, all, not even rapping. She's like almost talking, but it, that's the whole appeal. And I feel like everyone understands it. And I love that about people because everyone is in agreement that she's very good. You can... There's no arguing on that, but America- she's so funny. She's yeah. so funny. She's so funny. Like the lyrics, everything. I I can talk about that later. I'm on why I think she's so appealing. Right. Then, so we were on April fifteenth, the first song, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then April twenty third, so not three days ago, um, she released another music video, um, called um, with a, a song, so uh, another um song called Trich Trich. Treacherous. Treachery. 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 Treachery, sorry. Which was like, everyone was expecting like a funny, like kind of girl, like, like, yes, um, I Spice kind of beat, like more, I don't know, not girl voice, I don't know how to say it, like this kind of female energy, female manipulator kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of slower. It's also very funny. It, it also has like amazing lyrics, but it's, it's, her almost like whispering and softer lyrics and and just another vibe that's also very cool and and that kind of surprised um people because it could have been like very monotone like it could have been like they all sound the same a little bit and they all have the same vibe but they do not because um, treachery them like came to prove that it she can do like different stuff and then um on April 24th so this Monday she randomly released an EP because she's so clever. Oh she knows my. everyone um, has is paid attention to her, and and it's the, her moment to like. If everyone was already talking about her, even more people will be talking about her if she has like this, like a, a full um, work behind her, yeah. like that you can like speak on. Yeah, and and it includes Mission Suicida. Treachery, Lo Sinto Mama, which is the second one that we heard of, but we still hadn't had the, the first, um, the full um, version, Sentimental, A, and Dices Que. And all of them last um, like 10 minutes. Uh, she's incredible, amazing. I love her. I'm obsessed. And I tried to like pinpoint what I think it makes her so appealing and how she managed to go from nothing to being like the only thing people talk about. <laughs> so obviously her style, her looks, you go on Instagram and if, even if she didn't release any music, you would want to follow her for like inspiration. Like I want to copy your outfit or whatever. 
It's also her I don't give a fuck energy. She's everything you want to be, but I know you know you can't. So you just live your fantasy through her. So that's also like kind of everything you need to be as an artist for people to be like appeal to you. So and I feel like her sound especially is like the 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 moment like this is how it sounds this is what 2023 sounds like um like this kind of yeah i don't give a fuck like i i don't i'm not even gonna bother like uh, impress you with some crazy vocals i'm just gonna like say it as i want like kind of singing but not um but what i think is the key element is the the lyrics the the lyrics are kind of a stream of consciousness um that the just flow through her mind like you can tell she's like with her notes up or with a, a notebook and a pen and just, or maybe directly in the studio, like singing to the mic, like, you know, there's like two very good lyrics can be like Taylor Swift that has a whole narrative and that you can almost trace um see like back to other songs and make a whole story. Mm-hmm. And you can make like the stream of consciousness that she, that she does that I think is so like incredible. It's, it's like Dadaismo. It's it's in, like it blows my mind. I don't know how to express it. I know. For me, example, uh, like in Lo Siento Mama, um, she sings about how her dad is an asshole and he's never there. No, and, no. And then the, 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 I've got the lyric: "Fuck you, dad." Nací en el hospital del mar sí. y mi padre por ahí pinchando. Seguro que empastillado. Y yo ahí naciendo, ¿sabes? <laughs> so basically, uh, fucking dad. Un coño literal. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Hospital del Mar, uh, which is a hospital here in Barcelona. And my father was DJing somewhere. I'm sure he was off his head on pills. Uh, and I was being born, you know, uh, coming out of a, a, a vagina. Literally, uh, you've made me uh, pasar fatal. Uh, you've made me had a bad time. Uh, <laughs> But the, there's a cool part later. And <laughs> that's... Te young beef, ahora tienes el sida. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, because that is part... I'm going to talk about that later because there's a whole story no. now because of that lyric. But, oh, my God. Be, but now speaking about <laughs> the stream of consciousness thing, that's why I didn't want to talk about this topic because it has so many layers and it has al- it's been only two months. Like, I cannot keep up already. But oh. we, And the stream of consciousness thing for me is very, like, explicit when, when she goes in this same song, like... Para mi cumple me regaló una lata de Coca-Cola. Pensaba que era broma. Ay, era Dr. Pepper. Eran seis latas, en verdad. Para mi cumple de los doce. It's like, she sings, and as she sings, she's like, oh, um, yeah, my father um, gifted me a, 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 a can of Coca-Cola. Oh, I, I thought it was a joke. Oh, no, by the way, it was Dr. Pepper, and it was not a can. It was actually a, a six-pack. Six pack. <laughs> um, and it was for my 12th birthday. It's like as, as she Like goes, she's remembering. Yeah, 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 as, yeah. Like, ah, as, she, as she speaks, that is so incredible. That is like a, such a, a genius thing to do. <laughs> like I, 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 I'm on my knees crying when <laughs> whatever she does anything. Like how incredible your mind has to be to... To be this this clever, I don't know. I I I hope everyone understands and gets the idea on why this is so important and doesn't think I'm just crazy, which can also be. Um, yeah, and I'm not crazy because even the like I know the people in in the biggest music labels. The second they heard the the first TikTok, they were fighting for their life to get their hands on on the. The first being the first person that um, hires her on or gives her a music um, contract contract, and I think Virgin paid a lot of money um, to be the ones who win this race. And I can 
I base that on the fact that she posted a t- I, not a TikTok, uh, an Instagram post saying 100k on the table just for a shitty TikTok. <laughs> so I think Virgin actually paid her 100k. And she's got a lot of money around, like notes, yeah, 50 notes. Yeah. And- yeah. I, I, I really have this horrible, dreadful feeling that we are the only people who are not making money <laughs> off TikTok. I, everyone is making like millions. It's like, what is all this wealth coming from? Nobody is. You've got a DJ gig for TikTok. That's money. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Nobody be, is actually be, making money only if you're baby tricks and there's only one baby trick eh? in the world. And Northwest uh, Kardashian is a fan. I, I was saying like how she reminds me of like, is it Northwest? Baby tricks? Yeah, and apparently How North, you know? I, I'm reading La Opinión de Málaga, which is a Malagan. Yeah, where no, I'm from. Northwest is a fan of Ice Spice, but not Baby Tricks. No? Ah, okay, Los Connoisseurs. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, don't sorry, spread sorry. fake news yeah. on my ya section. Ya ha entrado en el clan Kardashian. Al parecer la hija de Kanye y Kim es fan. Se la pelan. The Ice Spice. Ah, they're talking about Ice Spice, I think. Yeah, don't okay, get sorry, them sorry, mixed. Sorry, sorry. She's kind of, she's being like advertised as the Spanish I Spice, which yeah. I see the, the resemblance, but at the same time, she is a whole other thing. I love them both, but I, I think I Spice is more like textbook rapper and and I, Baby Tricks is just another thing. So well, hang on, let, let, let me have some facts. So she's from yeah, Barcelona? Wait, wait, yeah, wait. Oh ah, my God, okay, okay, I'm okay, just sorry, making sorry. a timeline and, <laughs> and I'm just explaining things. Just let me finish. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Everyone, not me, not only me, not only Virgin Music, everyone, everyone, and I don't understand how you didn't hear her name before um, I, I said we should talk about her, is obsessed with her. Um, the level is um, obviously American Twitter talking about her, but Rosalia follows her, Zetangana uh-huh. Twitter, um, some of her lyrics the other day, and even Bizarrap, who only follows 200 people on Instagram, started following her. So I, uh-huh. I bet there's like a Bizarrap session with Baby Tricks coming up. Um, and now the thing that you want to know, um, facts about um, Belize, because who the fuck is this girl and how... Why are we like she? She seems like she's the only person on Earth right now. So we need to know more about her. And we have like I feel like she has lived a thousand lives, but at the same time we know very little about mm-hmm. um, her. So first off, she has been. Um, we've known her for two months, and there's a she has had beef already with two very big Spanish um, singers. Um, first one being Badial. She, the other day she posted like a, a TikTok saying, Hablo de ti, Badgyal, te crees que sí, pero bailas mal. Um, <laughs> Which and, is true. But no, I, don't, she, I don't think Badgyal has a problem, has an issue with her own dancing. Just like Dua Lipa isn't the best choreography dancer, but I think that's her brand. Like, it's like, look, I'm not... Like, no, but they both got really good at dancing at the end. They just needed to practice and they practiced. You can see the effort. And, you can and, see the effort. Yeah, it's not that, effortless. That's, that's, yeah, but that's not a bad thing. I no, appreciate no, no. effort. Plus, and, her name is Badgyal, which, you know. <laughs> no, don't, is, don't <laughs> go into the mess. Like, I love them both. They just had beef <laughs> for some reason. I, She, um, and they work. She works with a lot of, like, the main um, artistic people on, on the Spanish panorama yeah. because she has... Her videos are made um, by the same people that make bad girl, the Bad Girl music videos. Uh-huh. So I, I guess this kind of beef um, is kind of within the family yeah. because um, they, they work with the same people. And now, yesterday, actually, um, 
Well, she 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 was almost cancelled. So everything has happened for Billy's. Oh my god! Um, already, she was already? almost cancelled because of the AIDS line lyrics. She has. Um, she almost a, got cancelled for saying something bad about young. Beef? Not bad, but like stigmatizing AIDS. Like it was a bit harsh. Like, it so. is, but like I, I imagine him being the first one laughing yeah, out loud at that he, lyric. Like, he, <laughs> wait, 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 because it. there's a lot of um, things going on. So she said, um, "You fucked your beef. Now you have AIDS," <laughs> and and people are super into like beef and stuff. But people were like, maybe AIDS wasn't the the best thing to you, choose. It's it's one of those like no goes. Remember when Noel Gallagher said that about Blur? Like, oh, I hate Blur. I hope they all get AIDS or something like. And that's like one of the things he admits to regretting mm-hmm. the most. It's like, look, I said lots of stupid things. A lot of it was just and you can see bad b- things about fun. people, but. There was like a huge fight to destigmatize AIDS. Yeah. Like maybe just don't go don't there. Don't go there. Like there, that's yeah. not, it's well, never funny. Um, people almost cancelled her for that. But then Young Beef responded, and the first thing he responded was a quote tweet um with the the lyric of um that Baby Trick said, and he said, "But I'm a virgin." Um, <laughs> so like kind of making fun. And then yesterday at night, um, he posted like a a back to her this track called Baby Tricks is for Kids and and he like this is her like I'm gonna fuck your sister and I'm gonna give her AIDS <laughs> oh my god um, oh, that, and stuff like that uh, and he, then, lost, he lost the battle there I don't know and then Baby Tricks responded to that like this happened this morning like this a.m. it's um, ongoing yeah so I bet when we finish the the show, there will be a thousand more things. When you listen to this, I bet a thousand more things will have already happened. So you go back to the internet now that you have the whole context and keep yourself up because I cannot do it anymore. <laughs> so um, this this AM, then she posted a TikTok of herself with a shit ton of money, like actual like um, Billetes, yes, like cash, like yeah, cash yeah, yeah. Um, in a car listening to the diss track like yeah like vibing to the diss track by Young Beef young like Beef. listening to it while she's counting her millions and why is um, why so. is the title of the diss track Baby Tricks is for Kids because people are so obsessed with her they need it like we don't have information like she doesn't provide any information she hasn't given any interview she hasn't done anything so it's in our hands to discover who she is where she comes from so people are so crazy um they discovered um that she was actually kind of a child star so she started in nesquik advertisements mm-hmm. and 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 that's the the cover of the young beef track like the advertisement that she was in for nesquik so it's she's like as a kid um like to like Having a Nesquik and being like, yeah, I love Nesquik. So um, she was on on that. And she also um, was the cover for a lot of um, textbook, um, school textbooks like Lengua y Literatura. And you can see baby tricks on the cover or math. And she's there like with some cube. So she was she she's been working from the bottom for a long time. And do you want to know the exclusive? Yes. yes, it's the time. Yes, yes, yes. The time has arrived. The time has come. Um, I I feel like by the time this is out, maybe some of you will already know because, as you can see, people are so obsessed. They managed to find the textbooks she was in um a thousand years ago. But baby tricks, ten ten ten, has ten 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 performed that primavera sound before. What? what? <laughs> Hang on. When? Yeah. Where? Uh, you said 
Her band before we started, you said her face is familiar and I don't know who she reminds me of. And maybe you've seen her live at Primavera Sound because she played um, back in whenever, I don't know. And she actually, as a kid, was in a band um, called um, Oh Cookie and the Cake or something like that. And she played at Mini Music, Mini Musica. Uh-huh. And, and Mini Musica... Um, They have a space in Primavera Sound where for kids, like it's during yeah, yeah. the day, and yeah, yeah. they have a space. So Belize um, played there um, as a as a child. Oh and my and god! Oh, Cookie and the Cake, I think it's called. The, is it there? Or I said it in. And she's Catalan because there's a clip. If you if you're listening to this, you're getting a lot of um, exclusive things because I haven't seen these videos pop up on Twitter yet. Um, where she's in. Ara Criaturas, which is the newspaper in Catalan. From um, the newspaper yeah. Ara, yeah. Ara, and they have a special part for kids. Um, and they have an interview with her and and the other girl that plays with her and O'Cookie and the Cake. And she's speaking Catalan, so I love that. O'Cake and the Cookie. Ah, okay. O'Cake and the Cookie. Yeah. It was, I have dyslexia. Who's her mother? Well, Who's her on, father I, if he was a DJ? She's called Belize Nicolau. Well, that's what it claims here. So you and you have you have the whole thing. Okay, uh, no, that's, that's, I, don't, I have many questions. I uh, mean, her oh, her parents are definitely yeah, like in I think, the industry. I think, I think you might know them. So I don't know if they want their identity revealed. I know the father actually is someone. Is someone? I I didn't know him, but people did. Do you? Can you remember the name? No, no not because I don't want to disclose it, but yeah. I don't actually remember. So in OK and the Cookie, yeah, it was a pop duo, yeah, with someone called Nuria Montaner, yeah, who's thirty-three years old, yeah. She was the babysitter, and they did like the thing together. Oh my god! It's incredible, right? This is my best exclusive ever. Oh, yes. I know Nuria. Yes, you know, and you know Belize. Do I? I don't know. You said you remembered her, so maybe you remember her of being in Nuria's band. Oh, Nuria, Nuria, Nuria Graham. No, no Nuria, oh. who who runs Mini Musica. Oh, okay, yeah, Nuria. Nuria. Oh, she has yes. a band. Well, she did. She, she had a band. Which was with... O and the Cake. O Cake and the Cookie. Yes. O Cake and the Cookie, yeah. Yes. This is amazing. I love that you love my exclusive. Very good work. <laughs> How did so, you find... I feel like a journalist. How did you find that out? <laughs> I don't reveal my sources, but you can trust me because it's there, it's on the internet. Oh my goodness. Okay, so So I love that if someone stayed until now to listen to this, they they have exclusive information that the people who know about the Nesquik ad and that know about the textbook haven't managed to get to yet. So you will be the first one. Okay. All right. Uh well, thank you for bringing this Mar. Uh Ben, we have four minutes to well, first of all, shall we listen to a little bit more of BB Tricks and while Please. we try and Ben says something about our album of the week I'm just blown away I'm blown <laughs> away wonderful stuff uh, Everything But The Girl released a an album after a 25 year hiatus uh, it's called Fuse and Ben Cardew says this about the album <laughs> I think they achieved what they wanted to achieve Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure BB Tricks has more to say about this <laughs> album than what you just said. No, all right. Okay. Okay. Now let, let, let me give you let me give the, the this is why I, I said this rather hoping someone else would take up would take up the um 
the slack is because, right, everything but the girl. I've met one of them. He's an absolutely lovely person. Yeah. Right? Uh, ben what? Ben what, yeah. Uh, everyone says Tracy is also an absolutely lovely person. Yeah. Everyone loves this album. Everyone loves everything but the girl. It's the kind of thing I, I should really like, and I just don't like it. Really? And, yeah, and I feel I feel I feel bad. But I do think they've definitely sort of achieved what what they wanted. They wanted to make something that didn't sound um that that sounded kind of new and sounded like, you know, um you know, didn't just sound like them doing their old kind of things. They want to come up with something more modern sounding, yeah. something that sound great in 2023. And I think they've all done that. They've done that all. But I just, I'm just not, not quite into it. Just to give and Ma- everyone loves it. Get, just to give Mara a bit of uh, mansplaining historical context. I mean, everything but the girl are a duo that had been have been making music for decades until they stopped for 25 years because, uh, well, he had a bit of a health condition. And uh, and they but they continued to release solo music, and she wrote an incredible book. Well, two memoirs, two was it two? Uh, uh, I think she's Bet done Sit two. Disco he's done Queen. one. Yeah, and and just on that title alone, Betsy Disco Queen, you would have thought that they were always making music that was kind of that could fit in a disco, but no, that only happened in the mid '90s. Before that, they were making like uh, lounge music or acoustic ballads. Uh, it was like kind of light pop music that was very inoffensive, but it was always hard to pigeonhole. And all of a sudden they had this moment in the 90s, especially thanks to that Todd Terry remix of Missing, which was everywhere. It was a global hit. It turned them into global superstars in a way, even though they were they seemed a little bit reluctant to becoming superstars in that way. So they're kind of a cult act, but they're massively known. And then they come up with this album, which... It really is very good. It sounds like the best of what most people think of them as having this kind of club sensitive, melancholy pop music uh, with a lot of her personality stuck on there. I think the quality is is there. I know what you mean, Ben. It's not like, oh, this it's it doesn't like you just can't stop listening to it. It's not one of those, but I think there is time for it. Certainly more time than for Mac DeMarco's nine hours uh, <laughs> output. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven no, out of ten. No, give it a breakfast. Give it a oh, bre- sorry. I'm going to give it... Oh, okay, a breakfast. A bre- oh, I'm stuck here. Um, I'm, I'm giving it an eggs benedict where I'm not into the sauce. <laughs> It's like the it's a sauce. It. It's like the standard recipe for eggs Benedict, where there's no kind of surprise. They they haven't added a, a bit of cayenne pepper to give you that extra heat, uh, unexpected extra heat. No, it's just like a very mild hollandaise sauce over perfectly poached eggs. Where it's like, yep, it's it's all good here. Nothing nothing good, nothing bad. It's just like perfect uh, in a in a underwhel. No, not underwhelming sense. It's it's perfect in in the way that. Everything's in order. I can move on to the rest. This is what I mean. They achieved their goals. Yeah, they achieved their goals. Okay, that's not a bad thing. And this is all we had time for. We didn't have time to talk about Ana de Armas' uh, interesting wig in that <laughs> film, Ghosted, which I don't really feel like recommending uh, because it's... Ah, whatever, watch whatever you want. Thank you, Rob <laughs> Roman, for producing. Thank you all for listening to The Weekly Review on RPS. <laughs>